Woof, woof, woof. Welcome back to the Non-Chasers here for Sportsbet and SEN Track. A little week off last week, an impromptu week off. We, uh, yeah, let's just say we uh, we missed the jump and weren't able to get the show live, but we're here now. We're gunnerless, but we're not shaggerless and we're not Kennyless. Kenny Shagger, how are you, gentlemen? Doing very well. Not as well yeah. as Kenny, I'm sure, though. He's uh, nice and fresh coming in. Well, he got away before we've... Uh, been uh, locked away again. How are you? Yeah, doing? it's great to be back in the bedrooms. Don't have to put <laughs> up with that uh, bloody tram in the work. I know. <laughs> right, we, we, we must say off the top of the show that we are recording from the bedroom office. So uh, bear with us. There might be a bit of bird squawking or a couple of uh, people talking in the background, but we'll uh, we'll do our very best. Uh, where's Gunnar? Where is he? He is unwell. Oh. He's uh, <laughs> don't say that. A bit a bit Gunnar the weather. Oh. Did you say gun of the weather? Under, under the weather. <laughs> oh, under the weather. You, you're you're hearing things there. Uh. I thought you were being very clever there. Uh, very clever there, Shaggy. <laughs> he misses the show so often these days. I think we just have to refer to him as a guest as opposed yeah, to his I, presenter from now on. He's not a panellist anymore. I think we need to. We just need to... We need to change the description and say, yes, occasionally Gunner joins us for, for a show and a bit of a yak on all things greys. Um, boys, let's get into it. Tip off the top. What do you got for a straight off the top on this Wednesday evening? Who would like to kick off? Do you want me oh, to go, Kenny? Or? Go oh, nuts, you work man. away. Oh. I'm going to try find one in the meantime. <laughs> all right, go for it. Um, look, I'm going to go for um, Ballarat Race 7, number one, West Song. Um, has a good PB from this draw, 25.32. Um, form of late hasn't been overly impressive, but I just, I just thought um, drawing the inside might be able to get away uh, well enough to, to sneak a win here. Um, the one I'm a little bit wary of is Galway Grange out in box six. Um, it's had a little bit of a freshen up, certainly capable. Um, doesn't always get away the best, but yeah, if he was to jump fresh, could give the race a bit of a shake. But I'll stick with West Song from the good box draw. Very nice. So just repeating, name race again. So it was Ballarat Grey's race seven, uh, West Song, box one. Very good. And you, Kenny, great Irish hawk. I'm going to go for uh, I'm going to go for Ballarat as well. It's race two, and I'm going to go with box eight, Mohawk Mark. Price? Uh, currently $3.40. Mohawk, Mark. I like the name. Hey, boys, massive show today. We've we've, we've done a little bit of, uh, in the week off, we've managed to, to source a man who's entered the Horror Calls Hall of Fame on two occasions. He goes by the name of Ryan Levitsky, and we have got to ask him all about the famous uh, giggles he had during that Northern race. Of course, he, he owns We the People in the Sandown Cup tomorrow night, so an exciting guest. Um, but there's also plenty of news we need to touch on. All right, we will get to $5 Dog where someone might have burnt the whole kitty a couple of weeks ago, but a few <laughs> things that have come across our desk early days. Aston Rupee on Sunday absolutely torched the Sandown track on the uh, Speed Star Trials. Kenny, Shagger, well, Shagger, I'll start with you. How excited did that make you feel? And you and your little Glenny Rounds relationship probably wasn't, the phone started bursting. No, look, wasn't massively surprised. Um, I, I thought this dog had a run like that in him um, and he was always going to continue to improve through this year. Called him about six months ago as the next big thing in greyhound racing and he's just starting to really step into that um, mould now. Do you really reckon he's the next potential superstar? 
if he gets his box manners right on a consistent basis, yes. Like he, I think he split maybe five oh five in that trial. Um, if he's able to do those kind of splits consistently in races, he'll be extremely hard to beat in in these big group ones coming up. But he still has to put the runs on the board in the in the big races. He's yet to do that. How many group ones? Oh, uh, question without notice. How many group ones is he winning? I, I, I'll say he'll he'll win at least three. What are we putting on it? <laughs> My pride. <laughs> My pride. <laughs> Kenny, did you, did you get a chance to catch the uh, Speedstar trials, the last of the Speedstar trials on Sunday at Sandown Park? Yeah, he, he put in a massive run. Um, like Shagger says, not massively surprised. We knew this dog had a big run. Um, that was a massive run. So I don't want to take away from the dog by saying it was not much of a surprise. Um, but like Shagger says, like he's... He needs to start doing races. I think he eventually will. He's still he's still young. Um, I think there's no doubt he will win group races, um, and hopefully a few of those are group ones. But yeah, he's he's going to be a big contender this year in all the big races. Mm, I thought it was uh, thought it was super. And uh, look, boys, it would be remiss of me not to mention that there was another dog going around at the Speed Star Trials on Sunday, goes <laughs> by the name of Mister Speaker. What did you think? <laughs> um. He ran well. He actually he makes Aston Rippey's run look better because if if your dog's only doing what time did he do thirty four ten? I think so. Yeah, Bang like, I, in my 10. opinion, Paddy, the track must have been going very slow. He's much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to speak it down for a 35, 3405, oh, 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 So yeah, oh, maybe it, maybe it was a length off. So <laughs> I had Mick Floyd message me on Sunday morning. I had a big night on Saturday, and he goes, "Well, what's he going to run today?" And I went, oh, he's, he's going to try and make thirty four, mate." And he goes, "Well, let's we'll see." <laughs> and yeah, no, he couldn't quite. But good experience for the big fella who's off the back of a couple of wins now, and he's yeah. just starting to warm into it. He's going well. He's doing city class time, so. Uh, uh, you'll be into the big prize money races soon, Paddy. Have you changed your thoughts on him, Kenny, or is he still a is he still a uh, lock and what's the name of that uh, dog? No, Kinlock, I, I, Kinlock Coss or whatever. <laughs> King, was it King, King Kinlock? King, who won the other night? I saw. I tried to get a photo. King oh, Kinlock got the. Oh, did he win? I was. Yes, I'd, I'd been off work, so I, I didn't see him run. But um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he's a massive. He's always a big price to win. He's usually a fairly big price to place, and uh, on, on Mister Speaker as well, like. I give him a hard time just because you own him. He is a pacey dog, and uh, we knew you could pick up a few ones, so I'm, I'm glad to see it. Well deserved. Oh, thank yeah, you, well mate. done, Paddy. It's an exciting time. It is. Well, let's hope for, for bigger and better things. Speaking of bigger, bigger and better things, the Harrison Dawson and the Sapphire Crown was last Thursday night. Your thoughts on these two races, boys? A massive win by Quara Bale in the Sapphire Crown Shagger. Yeah, absolutely enormous. Um, yeah, she didn't. She wasn't necessarily in a great position early, but um, her finish was extremely powerful. Uh, had quality dogs in front of her, and uh, she was able to get the job done. She's um, just in incredible form um, of late. So, uh, yeah, keep your eye on Quara Bale. She's um, she's flying. She's going around this Thursday as well. Yeah, and the and the Harry Dawson. And the Harrison Dawson, yeah, Tigalong Tonk, what form he's in now. Way back um, the clock, hasn't he? Yeah, incredible. Um, yeah, got a nice run into the race and, uh, yeah, and was just too good. Shimmer Shine again when the spotlight was on um, in, in one of these big group ones. Just blew the start a little bit and, uh, yeah. Just goes to show a bit of, bit of persistence is key with some of these 
superstar dogs. Yeah. They waited a long time for a group one, and now all of a sudden they've got two in a row. Yeah, I think take a long time. I think he had about, I'd say nearly 15, I think I think the number's 13 possibly, attempts at group races, and he would have been at the front end of the market in all those races, and it's great to see him now come out and actually win two in a row. Mm. Right, well done to the Tonk and the training camp down there. Boys, Sandown Cup is on tomorrow night. Um, a great little piece um, during the week by the Sandown team, Mick Floyd on Bobby Boucher. That was uh, nice to see. Of course, broke the track record and won the Sandown Cup back in 2012 or 13. Might have got the uh, the year wrong, but well done to them on a, on a great, little, uh, great little piece. But now, the important part of the show, we must dissect what happened about two weeks ago on $5 Dog. Five. Whoa, five. Five dollar dog. Whoa. Five. Whoa, five. Five dollar dog. Whoa. Okay. Um, I was hoping that would be able to be a, a little more excited when it when it came to this segment, but it's hard to be excited when the wind gets sucked out of your whole account um, and uh, your money's gone. Now, Kenny, a, le- a lesson but, in responsible gambling. Yeah, doing well, the community Kenny, a greater good. <laughs> but but in here, mate, if, if you feel the need. But we were at a, a whole sports bet event, um, enjoying uh, ironically <laughs> the return to office, um, which we are no longer in the office. And uh, it was Saturday. Night, it was Thursday night, and we all gathered round together on the phone to watch Sunset Spitfire uh, win his race at a dollar seventy. We had the big bucks on, and. Um, well, this is how the race went. Green light, last chance to qualify for the Harrison Dawson. They're ready. Away and racing. Sunset Spitfire out okay. Winning the start. Tig along Tonk. And the veterans go to coast across and lead by a length and a half. Sunset Spitfire, who just clipped his heels and lost some ground at the first bend. Green Blazer improving. They break to Sovereign Win. King of Calypso railing up equaliser. But a long way back with Japara. Last Fabriola's at it's all. Tig along Tonk off the back. Five, six in front to Green Blazer. Then Sunset Spitfire running on now. Equaliser. He'll qualify for the final. But it's all Tig along Tonk. He's a star. Tick along Tonk won it by six, beating equalise. Now, Kenny and Shagger and Gunner, who was there on uh, that Thursday night. I, I never got an invite to this. I don't even know what you're talking about. Were, were you not there? No, I never <laughs> even got an invite. This is the first time hearing about this. Oh, whoops. Well, uh, uh, well it's well, Shagger and Gunner. Anytime you, get, anytime you guys are having social outings, it's good to know he's never invite the grumpy Irish bloke. <laughs> well, lucky you weren't there, mate, because it might have uh, it might not have ended well. Uh, didn't hear Sunset Spitfire's name across the line first. Shagger, all right? No. This is your chance to redeem yourself and apologise to everyone, but you have officially blown the kitty of $5 dog, and we're going to have to start again. You yeah. have the stand. Yeah, no good. Um, yeah, look, he... Uh, just got a little check off heels, lost a toenail, and while he was busy looking for that, he uh, just didn't uh, pursue <laughs> at the normal speed that he does. So, um, yeah, we, we've blown it. Uh, we start again, but um, Kenny assures us that uh, he's, he's going to get us back on track here this well, week. The beauty of it is, is we've done it before. We've got to the lofty heights. What did we peak at? About three hundred bucks or two ninety five? I think we got to somewhere near that. Um, but we're going to reset with five dollars. And the beauty of Sportsbet now is we're going to do it in a little bets with mates group. We're going to start up our own little bets with mates group and do it together. Um, but we're starting with five. Kenny, you have the baton. 
Where are you putting this five bucks? No worries. I can understand why you're doing the bet with mates grip, so uh, you can try and encourage us lads to actually deposit this time around. <laughs> um, well, it's only $5. I'm happy, to, I'm happy to take the windfall for that, boys. It was a bit um, dangerous when the 300 was sitting in the account, and I was like, oh, I might just slip something <laughs> on here. If it doesn't win, I've got to replace it. Right. I'll need you to get a pen and paper here, Paddy, because I've got a few for you. We're going to do a, a roll-up, a four-dog multi. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. So we're going to kick off Sandown Park Thursday night, race two, box seven, Osprey Phantom to win. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to the Sandown Cup final. We're going to put in Stanley Road to place. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to add in both these dogs to win. It's Cannington Saturday, race one, box four, like you, and race two, box one, Mambo Manelli. $5 roll up. <laughs> we don't know the prices yet because they're not up for Cannington Saturday. But What do you suspect we might get? Uh, what price is Osprey now? About six to four. Um, Stanley Road to play some guessings odds on, and those all two old dogs will be odds on. So they might get six, seven bucks, maybe more. Okay, they'll be well, short prices. Well, it's a good. It would be a good way to just get us back on the uh, on the straight and narrow in five dollar dogs. So we'll get that on on our very uh, own sports bet bits with mates group. Horror calls. Okay, now, Kenny, I'll let you paint the picture here. This race is in England or Yeah, Ireland? it was uh, in Monmore in England. Yep. Now, this is one of the biggest staying races in the land, am I right in saying? This is the TV trophy. This is like, this- they don't have many big staying races in the UK, but this is one of the biggest. And yep. I just, just before we bring this in, we have a few listeners in the UK, and yeah. I think every one of them have messaged me this week saying, we've found you horror call. <laughs> okay. Well, without further ado, it starts off all right. It starts off all right. That's all I'm going to say. And um, I think the caller just forgets that there's a, a whole nother lap uh, to go. Um, so he uh, absolutely butchers it. This is the horror call. This is the top of the Hall of Fame. Here at Monmore, this is the 902. Here's the hair. Leads up and away they go. They're racing away for the Labrooks TV Trophy Final. Five goes into an early lead from 4-3-1, and 2-6. and six. They go around the first couple of turns. And Southfield Code is out in front by the best part of five lengths to Galaxy Star in second. Four is now up into second over three ahead of 1-6-2. and two. As they go around the last couple of turns, it's still the five with the advantage. Four is trying to close in second. He's doing so. Four on the outside from five as they go towards the line. Four wins, five second. And three, I think, was back in third there. She's done it. The four has done it. Beating five in second place. And three. As four continues to go around then here, uh, four is leading and he's the best part of 15 lengths out in front. Uh, turning for home then here. And four is going to go on and win the Labrooks uh, trophy. Here. Six is- uh, okay, so that was uh, a lot of silence. Um, towards the end of the call there because, as we said, um, Kenny Shaggy just decided uh, that he forgot there was a second lap. How do you manage that in the biggest race of the year? <laughs> Caught up in all the excitement by the sounds of it. I, I mean, mean, imagine Maddie Hill forgetting that there's another lap of the Melbourne Cup when they go past the post for the first time. It's, it's on par with that just about. Uh, I've I've actually I've been waiting for one of these to pop up online because this has actually <laughs> happened multiple times back when I when I worked with Greyhound Racing back in the UK and Ireland. Um, so, so the way the UK is set up, 
in Australia, we've got commentators for every tracks, like they're local guys, they know the dogs well. In the UK, it's slightly different. They have uh, these companies that uh, look after each track, basically, and uh, they basically hire in guys, and I'm pretty sure they're paying the minimum wage to uh, do a bit of commentary. Like, (laughs) these guys are commentating on greyhound racing, horse racing, virtual racing, and they Mm -hmm. couldn't tell you the difference between any of them. And it just, it needs change. They need this sorted out. It's actually an absolute joke. And it does my head in. Like, we don't even know this guy's name. Why? Because he's not an actual commentator. He shouldn't be in that job. <laughs> and he's calling the biggest race a TV trophy in Monmouth. Uh, uh, well, that's uh, fired straight to the top of the Hall of Fame for horror calls. Um, not great. Not great at all. Uh, fast Bucks. Fast Bucks. Fast Bucks. Fast Bucks. Fast Bucks. Okay, gentlemen, where are we going to play this week? Just the two of you know Kenny, I mean, no Gunner. I still get that wrong. Um, we'll uh, go with the Group 1 meeting at Sandown this week. Like it. All right, uh, you boys ready? Music up in the background. Race number one, Kenny. Uh, Tom the Cheap. Shagger. Tell Bingo Bale. Race two, Shagger. Osprey Phantom. Kenny. Perfectly poised. Race three, Kenny. Aston Fastnet. Shagger. Major Sacrifice. Race four, Shagger. Aston Glow. Kenny. Slick Intention. Race five, Kenny. Uh, One later only. Shagger. Fernando Frank. Race six, Shagger. Quara Bale. Kenny. Uh, Keep It Black. Race seven, Shagger. Uh, Five star. Kenny. Liz and Cartier. Race 8, Kenny. Stanley Road. Shagger. Zipping Rambo. Race 9, Shagger. Shimmer Classic. Kenny. King of Calypso. Race 10, Kenny. Um, Mapunga Warrior. Shagger. Uh, damn it. Um, Jarek Bale. Race 11, Kenny. Rollo Ragnar. Shagger. Uh, Tigers 20. Race 12, Kenny. Tinsley Beal. Shagger. Aston Oriental. Like it. Very good. Good fast backing. Um, let's take a break here on the non-chasers here on SCN Track. After the break, we're going to speak to Ryan Levitsky, get the scoop um, of that infamous giggle fest he had at Northern back in the day. But stay with us. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SCN Track for Sportsbet. And we've got our man. We've, uh, we're going to talk all things where the people, of course, his dog, uh, in the Sandown Cup, but we're also going to debunk a mystery that has uh, gone rippled its way through this show for for many many years. Ryan Levitsky, welcome to the welcome to the non chasers, mate. Good uh, good afternoon, guys, and um, yeah, first time, long time. Yeah. It's, uh, how's it how's it feel having to call us in while we're all sitting in our bedrooms here? It's it's not quite uh, it's not quite the normal way to do an interview, is it? It is a bit strange. It is, but. Um, <laughs> Good to be on uh, the podcast. I reckon I've, I've listened to probably fifty percent over the years, and and um, just so you know, Sean Kavanagh, the trainer of We the People, when it's in WA, he has never missed an episode. He's just a bit shy. He doesn't like um, the limelight. Oh, oh shorty. Well, well, we'll have to get him on then. Yeah. Knock that shyness out of him. We love Ken. Thanks for listening, Sean. Ken, he could be our tenth listener. That would be uh, that would be super from Shawnee. <laughs> no, no, super stuff. Let's let's talk about where the people. How, how's he going? Are you excited before Sandown Cup? You got through the heats all right, and uh, now you're in the big one. Well, Patty, first off, we've got to correct you. It's a she. Oh, and, apologies. 
Yeah. <laughs> haven't done your homework there. Oh, I've been sold a lemon by Kenny then. <laughs> no, no, Hardy hasn't done his research oh, no. on true non Oh, no, I haven't done my research. Uh, she's well, going to well. continue on. I think, she, well, I think Sandown's a much more suitable track for her. Cannington's a bit like the Monaco Grand Prix. You've got to be first, second or third. Her run in the Galaxy was huge and, yeah, we thought we'd just send her over to a track where it's easy to come from behind just to see how good she really is. Confident, confident levels? I've got no idea about the field other than Zach Minnelli, to be honest, so I've got no idea. You can ask me anything about Rockhampton Dogs. I'm, I'm all over that, but... I, I couldn't. Um, yeah, I got no. I know Sir Truculent's a slow beginner. That's about it. <laughs> well, Speaking of rock, um, go on. J- just on a being honest, the dog was sourced in New South Wales. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, how did you actually find the dog? Who was the who was uh, scouting or in New South Wales to buy the dog in the first place? Sean Kavanagh actually picked um, We the People. So he he's um, he's a big tight ass, and <laughs> when. So when a tight ass says we need to buy this dog for um, decent money, you take notice. And I just said yes, without even having looked at a replay, to be honest. But yeah, she did. She she was a bit patchy. She put in a good fifty meters and then just be a bit tentative. So she's got a lot more confidence here in the west. And the small, when I say Cannington doesn't really suit slow beginners. Uh, if you're a stayer, often you get fields of five or six. So she has gained a lot of confidence here, and she's gone on with it over there in Melbourne. Not yeah, and she she was in a cracking form just before she came over to Melbourne as well. Um, another dog you guys famously owned got to the Melbourne Cup last year, Campini. Um, where is he now? We know he's retired. Is he uh, at study or is he just retired and living at home? Yesterday he was rehomed to uh, a house about ten k's from the Mandra Greyhound track to a couch, and uh, he's happy as Larry. He wasn't fertile enough to um, pursue any stud duties. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, like, like, like I said, he got to the Melbourne Cup final last year. Did uh, did you guys go over to Melbourne, and how was that experience? Was it your first uh, time having the dog run the group race interstate? Uh, yeah, we flew over. He drew box one. He started second favourite, and um, yeah, first turn. He and number four, they just it was just a Johnny worst fold hip and shoulder to both of them, <laughs> put them both out of the the race. So that was a bit disappointing. After the build-up, but um, yeah, that was um, I love Sandown. They they just do a great job over there. The atmosphere was awesome. The little food trucks were awesome, and um, yeah. If you uh, had to put the food at Sandown versus the food at Cannington, who would you vote for? I'd go. Well, no, it's a, big, <laughs> it's a tough competition. This is a big topic, Ryan. This is a big topic. All right, you gotta you gotta get this right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna throw a googly in and say Angle Park. Ooh, I'm going to go park value. I went there a couple of years ago. We had a greyhound with Ben Rawlings, Piridos Manelli, who won. And um, I think it was something like 25 ahead or 20 ahead, and Angle Park would beat both. There you go. Oh, there you go. The best spread in the nation. Wow. Um, so obviously you've had a, had a bit of involvement with uh, several greyhounds over the year. How, how far back does this go? Um, when did you first get involved? Was it through ownership or, or otherwise? Uh, I grew up pretty close to Cannington and started calling qualies. Well, they used to have selection trials when I was about 13. So, um, And, yeah, I think I got my first dog, went quarters in a greyhound for $300 called Burning Matt. 
So that cost 75 and, um, yeah, I've loved it ever since. I've had, I think I'm on to my seventh and eighth Greyhounds as pets as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, t- tell us a bit more about your, your, your career. How long have you been doing it for the, the calling stuff now? Uh, well, I need my balls to drop to actually, <laughs> actually get a job. I reckon I was a, probably a better caller when I was 15, but I was just... So, was pipsqueak. So you can't the balls drop. And then I think I was 21 when I called my first race at Mandra. Okay. And how, how do you actually get into it? Do you just go to the track and annoy Peter O'Neill and say, let me do your job for a night? Or Well, that's the thing. I reckon I was calling 10 years before Peter O'Neill. He started coming. Oh. There we go. We've got Peter O'Neill's mentor on the show. <laughs> I like that. All right. Let's get to the, the nitty-gritty here and debunk this um this backstory. Now, it was about, I'm going to say it was 10 years ago. You, you could correct me. You've corrected me once already on this interview, and that's rattled me. Uh, but Northern Greyhounds, you infamously, uh, you couldn't stop giggling throughout a race. It's made the uh, the Horror Calls Hall of Fame twice um, here on the show. Please tell us what you were giggling at at that infamous race day at the Northern Greyhounds. Um, there's two. Is, is this the one that's there's on two. The one that's on YouTube, yes. There was, one, there was one where it was a five-dog maiden. I don't think this is the one you're talking about. It was a five-dog maiden. They were all litter mates. One pulled up, The leader pulled up at the first turn, and they all actually stopped at the first turn. Oh, really? <laughs> well, to track that one oh, down. We need, we need to get a oh, copy of that. I need to get that. But that's not, that is not the one I'm talking about, Ryan. The one I'm talking about is yeah, the one I where know. you literally couldn't stop giggling. <laughs> all right, well, I need to paint the picture. The Northern Commentary <laughs> back then was pretty ordinary. And there's only two people on that top level, the race caller and the lure driver. Now, you need to um, understand what the lure driver looks like. So he's sort of like Shrek. Looks like, looks like Kenny. With, <laughs> he's like Shrek crossed with Joffa crossed with Jabba the Hutt. Right? <laughs> Big ball. A real you know, Brad Pitt sort of areas for him. I haven't seen him for a year or two, so... Um, he won't be listening. He won't be listening. He might be. It's pretty unhealthy. But if on YouTube, um, if you turn the volume right up, you will hear him drop his guts. And that's what happened. Uh, it had happened earlier in the day, but not not before or during a race. I told him not to do it. He did it, and it was it was awful. There was a greyhound in the race called Flushed Away. Which sort of tipped as well, and won at like forty dollars. And the other thing was, he's that big. Bob is that big that he was laughing uncontrollably, and the whole like it was all sort of vibrating where I was sitting. So, yeah, that that's the story behind uh, flushed away. Oh, oh god, it's a, a fine piece of multitasking for a lure driver. Let's go. Yeah, you turn the volume up, you'll hear the little. Uh, yeah, it was, I heard it loud. I had the cans on, and it was uh, loud enough for me to hear. And I knew it was coming as well. The Cornish passes on the way up. He used to average two or three. <laughs> oh, We're gonna have to revisit that one, Paddy, with the volume right up. I just can't believe oh, poor old Bob's been likened to a half Shrek, half Shabba the Hutt sort of upper. <laughs> poor, oh, oh, poor with boy. a bit of Joffa thrown in there too. <laughs> Yeah, the, the WA industry participants will know who you're talking about. 
he's, he's, uh, poor old Shawnee Kavanaugh's copped a couple of dry bars and, uh, and so is uh, old Bob. Oh, that's very funny. I do want to try and get our hands on um, on this other race that all the litter mates just decided they um, they wanted to try and have a feed halfway through the race. Mate, any um, any other sort of mail coming around? You're a very, very astute astute judge of the, uh, of the Greyhound circuit over there in WA. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I will. I was thinking if you ask for a tip, I'll give you two tips about WA Greyhound Racing. <laughs> Firstly, Cannington, leader's track, Bombastic Shiraz would come over here at his best and run third or fourth with luck. Like, it's just any video watchers will tell you that's the case. And and the other one is Mandra 302, odds on, look on. Hmm. It's unbelievable. The amount of time something just rocks up at $1.40, and it's on that bend start, and it just misses it by a quarter of a length, and that's it. The amount of times the sea odds on favourites get rolled there is it just happens every Thursday night. Just ignore them. That's so ignore them. Just have four bets in the race on on roughies. Yep, very sage advice. We're we're hearing a little bit of some rumours that there might be another track being um, developed in in WA. Is there any truth to this? Uh, I've heard the rumours, but I don't know if it's truth. Is uh, is Northern closed for good or what's happening there? Do you know? I believe Northern is a chance to race this year, but once again, they're rumours and, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. We haven't got the mail then. Nothing official. We'll get our men on to uh, the, the people over there in the West. Might struggle to get over there at the moment because uh, we're stuck over here, but um, we'll do our best. Ryan, mate. I think that's uh, that wraps us up, mate. Really appreciate your your time here and giving us the insight into old Bob, into old Bobby up there in the uh, in the callers box, mate. But most importantly, good luck tomorrow night with uh, We the People. She is a very very talented dog, and uh, fingers crossed from all of us here that she can get the chockies for you and you can celebrate long and hard in the uh, Western Australian night. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys, great to be on. Good on you, Ryan. Cheers. Cheers, Ryan. Thank Best you. Luck. Cheers, babe. We'll take a break here on the non-chasers and we'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sports Bet. Beautiful little interview there. We uh, we debunked the mystery around the old giggle fest uh, from Ryan Levitsky. Very funny. Poor old Bob. Uh, sort of uh, half uh, Joffa, half Jabba the Hutt, half Shrek. I uh, can't imagine he's a very uh, good-looking fella. Uh, but alas... We go to Sandown Park on Thursday night. Tomorrow night for the richest staying race in the Southern Hemisphere in the world. Um, and uh, it's the Sandown Cup final. We're going to do a bit of a runner-by-runner preview here. Favourite Zach Minnelli, um, Shagger and Kenny. Stanley Rhodes at $3.00. So Zach Minnelli's at $2.40. Stanley Road at $3.00. Zipping Rambo, $4.50. Hank the Hustler being good to us on this podcast is $7.00. Tyler Durden, nines. Maggie Moo Moo, nine fifty. We're the people. She, we the people at eleven dollars. Here's tears twelve bucks. Kenny the brute at twenty three dollars, and Sir Truculent at thirty four dollars. Shagger, talk us through the race. A big race, massive race. The Sandown Cup. It is. Um, it's enormous. Uh, I think it's a, a really interesting race as well, just with where the dogs are drawn um, and and what they were doing in the heats last week. Um, look, Zach Manelli drawn. Beautifully on the rails. Um, apparently there was a little bit of an injury cloud, minor injury cloud going into the heat last week. He got headed off by Tyler Durden, um, which I, I don't think is going to happen this week. Um, but yeah, big run by Tyler Durden as well. Um, 
look, my, my tip to just cut straight to it is zipping Rambo. Um, the four slowest dogs in the race are drawn to either side of him. And um, I think that he's going to lob fairly prominently early, um, probably just on the back of Zach Manelli. And he'll go home better than Zach Manelli. He was probably second best running home last week um, behind Stanley Road. And, um, yeah, I, I think that with with him just getting a nice clear run this time around, um, which he didn't get in the heat, he's going to be the winner. How about you, Shagger? Oh, God. Kenny? <laughs> it's because Kenny doesn't have his camera on. And I'll just say Shagger. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> Having a few technical difficulties. Um, I think with Zach's draw, he's in one. He's got slow beginners in his outside. He's going to be out and gone. Um, you need something to get like a really big clear run in behind um, to run him down. Um, I just don't know what's going to do it. Like his, like I, I wasn't aware that he might have been going on with an injury last week. I was wondering why he wasn't doing the times I would expect him to do. Um, but I, I just, if he's right, he can do forty-one fifty around here. Nothing's going to catch him. Um, so if I was having a bet, I would back Zach to win and get Stanley Ro- Stanley Roden for same race multi and top, put him in as a top three. Mm. So Zach to win, Stanley top three. Delicious. The, the other thing I was going to mention with that, um, Maggie Mumu is enormous in the run home. If there was some trouble with the leaders, say, you know, a, a Zach Manali zipping Rambo, um, you know, tussling with each other, uh, approaching the home turn. Um, if Maggie Mumu was to be getting around with a clear run, she flies home and, um, yeah, she, she'd, she'd certainly be one to consider um, at a bit bigger of a price. Um, uh, my concern when there's, like, there's a lot of, like, strong running home dogs yeah. here, so there's a lot of dogs that are slow away and run home yeah. strong, so I just... I always worry that they're going to get in yeah. trouble with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's probably a, a 50-50 field with, you know, a few front-running stayers and then really definitely like at least four real backmarker type stayers. Um, big with Hank. We, we the people. Uh, well, Hank's first reserve, so mm. I, he's probably unlikely to get in. Um, but, um, but yeah, with uh, Stanley Road, Maggie Moomoo, Sir Truckland, we the people, they're going to be well back. Um, Tyler Durden, look, he flew the traps last week and I... Don't know. Don't think he's going to replicate that. Um, it was his first seven fifteen. Whether that flattens him out a little bit and he just jumps a little bit slower this week, um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Kenny the brute. He's going to be looking for the fence. He's probably another one of the dogs in the race that can begin. Um, and yeah, just whether Tyler Durden just may not have things his own way this week like he did last week. Very good, very good. Uh, preview of the big race tomorrow night, Sandown Cup. Let's go. We'll start with you, Shagger, for a little bit of let's. Shag. Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? All right. Well, yeah, obviously a massive night coming up at Sandown. Um, and first race I'm going to look at, oh, well, we've covered the Sandown Cup, haven't we? But um, the next race I'll look at is uh, race two, um, the maiden final, the GRV Big Bread maiden final. And look, Phantom Osprey, who, who isn't necessarily ideally drawn out in box seven, um, I think has enough early pace to work into a good position early and, and take this out. Um, he ran 29.45 in his semi-final and, and, I, and I think that time will win the race. So it's just a matter of him getting a clear enough run. Um, from what we've seen so far in the, in the limited starts these dogs have had, um, I, I think the two dogs drawn to his inside look like they don't particularly get away all that well. And 
I think that gives him enough room early. And um, yeah, are we going for Osprey Phantom in race two, box seven? Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, the next race I'm going to have a look at is race three, um, number two, Aston Fastnet. Of course, the litter brother to Aston Rupee, who's just done an incredible run around Sandown. But um, look, Aston Fastnet's a an absolute champion in the making in his own right. He's already got a 29.11 PB at the track. Um, he flew around Cranman 29.69, and uh, and look, it's just a matter of him stepping, and he will brain him. Um, the the concern would be major sacrifice to his outside, who um, I think that that's the little brother to McCooley's lad, um, and and look, he wants the rail, but not always. Well away, major sacrifice. So I think Aston Fastnet can step well enough and get the win there. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, the next race, I'm going to have a look at race four, number one, Aston Glow. I think just drawn to win here. Um, just needs to step well. Um, did a five twelve split last last start, and I think that'll be probably good enough to to see uh, her up near the lead early and take advantage of that rails draw. Um, and, and get the win. So race four, number one, Aston Glow. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, next one I'm going to have a look at all the way down to race nine. Uh, number one, Shimmer Classic. Um, put in a pretty bold run um, in the uh, Sapphire Crown. Led up with an incredible 496 split. Um, ran a 2941. Uh, anything uh, close to that this week. Um, she leads and wins. So race nine, number one, Shimmer Classic. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, race 10, Mapunga Warrior. I think um, not too bad a draw there. There's not a lot of early pace in the race, um, or, or more so to his inside. Um, I think with a lot of these dogs wanting to be on the fence, if he can just stick out wide and um, zip around, he might, uh, might be able to get through and have a little win there. Race 10, number 7, Mapunga Warrior. Yeah, baby! <laughs> and race 11, uh, number 1, look, more of a price watch here. Tigers 20 in box 1. Um, performs pretty well off inside draws. Um, I think it's a fairly tightly contested race. Um, I, I'd say there's a number of chances, but um, if you see a little bit of a drift on Tigers 20 out to sort of getting around maybe a, around a $7 or so, um, that'll be one worth jumping on, I think, at each way. Yeah, baby. Very good. Yeah. Very good shagging. All right, uh, let's do a little bit of this. Invest in the West. All right, we're going to our usual spot. We're going to Cannington Saturday night. We're going to kick off with the first race on the card. Um, maiden race here uh, a fairly obvious favourite here in box four um, showing some lightning early pace um, he's been placed in every start um, and he's doing like sub 550 splits which is which is what you want to be doing around Cannington um, he's got a good dog in his inside box three just not quite doing the times yet but um, he looked really impressive last week um, I wouldn't be a fan of the dog in his outside box five so I think he does have a big a really nice map here um, so I'm going for box four, like you to win, and box three, shining moments to come top three. So uh, kicking off there with a nice little SRM. As Ryan said, the early pace is king at Cannington. Exactly, and that's going to lead us into race two, 
with an absolute certainty leader here in box one, Mambo Manelli. Um, it's got an absolute peach of a draw here. Box two is highly likely to move off wide. Um, the one dog can break okay and away and um, can definitely do the best time. So our second tip of the night is box one, Mambo Manelli leads and wins. And then we're heading on to race four. Now we've got a really strong race, probably the best race on the card. It's over 600 meters and um, a lot, all these dogs have chances like box one with West Almia wins plenty of races over the distance. Red Capanelli in box four is an absolute flying machine. He's one of those dogs that just doesn't break the best, but he flies home. Um, he'll probably go off favorite in this race. Box five, Chimera Manelli. He loves the 600 distance. Lee Ali, he's a former Victorian. He can want run. And uh, box seven, Repeat of the last box eight, Jackson County are decent dogs as well. Um, but I'm going to have a bit of a punt in this race. Box two, Cassis Belly. It's a dog that's absolutely plagued by injury problems. Um, I'd say if he wasn't, he'd be one of the top stairs in the country. Like he would have been in the Sandown Cup tonight, guarantee if he had no injury problems. Obviously, we can't prove that. But um, he's back here. He's slow away. He'll be a price, but I just like where he is in, in box two. The one dog's going to break well. If he can get up that that reel on the first bend on the inside and get a clear run, his um his pace home will see him home. Um, he'll definitely be an each way price, and um yeah, I think it'll be a decent bet each way. So it's risk four box two Cass's belly, and then we're heading on to risk six. Um, an odd decent race here. A lot of early pace on the inside. Box one Lily Lana. Box two Aaron the answers. Box three Lejuri Manelli and box four Pixie Manelli. They all ping the lids. Um, so my theory here is that they might cause each other a bit of damage. Um, so if there's chaos on the inside, we got to look to the, the outside for a bit of value. Again, bit of a punt here. Uh, box eight, Corazon de Leon, a former Maddie Lanigan trained dog, now trained by Damien Crudelli. Um, slightly inconsistent early, but I think he can do a run one if he gets a clear run early, and I think he will here. Um, so we really need that trouble on the inside. If he can get to the bend and get on that arm, um, we have a good chance of winning um, at double double figures price here. So, um, yeah, we'll go with box eight. Corazon de Leon, but we really, really, really need that trouble on the inside. And then we're going to head on to race seven. Uh, box two, Starbuck. We mention him every week. Loves moving out wide. If Starbuck's in box two, close your eyes. Don't even look at what's in box one. Just back it. <laughs> Luckily enough here, box one is also a gun dog. Sunset Toxic, bed of the night, risk seven, box one. And then I'll kick off, or kick off, I'll finish off with a, a dog that likes to finish um, strong on the way home. Box one, Lashes Manelli. Ran well in the, uh, the heats of the Perf Galaxy when picking up a win back then. Um, looks to be a massive drop in grade here, so um, it's still be around the even money mark. So we'll finish off tonight with race eight, box one, that David Hobby trained Lashes Manelli. Oh, I don't mind it. Good stuff from you, boys. I've got news. I've got news. What, what, breaking news? The, breaking it... news is that that's all we've got time for on the show tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. We're going to need... Give us your tip for your Sandown Cup, but we don't have time for dog food or the multi, but give us your tip for the... No. We've, uh, we'll get uh, a multi up on site later. We'll get, a we'll multi get one up on site, uh, but give us your tip for the Sandown Cup. Uh, mine is um, Zipping Rambo. Yep. You, Kenny? Yeah, I got, got to go with Zach. like it. Very good. Maybe double them up. 
chuck Maggie Moo Moo in there to barnstorm home and see if we can get the trifecta. That's all. If you did like the podcast, make sure you subscribe and uh, like, listen, and subscribe to the rest of the podcasts on the network. But most importantly, just please gamble responsibly on the sports bet site. We'll see you next week. Hooray. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys.